Hi, this is Jim, the Keys bartender. I'm here in uh, the Casa Contiki, uh, Kelly. Kelly, yes. Here with uh, Jenna and Papa Joe. Hello. And, uh, we're going we're gonna to call this one Asperger's. And we're, we're not making fun of people on the spectrum. But I, I have uh, certain views that I think maybe it's underdiagnosed or there's a lot more people out there with it. But t- today I went to get a haircut, as you can see. we got to get some pictures of my haircut. i got to put it up. I'm proud of this one. I normally not, I'm not comfortable enough telling people how to cut my hair. So this one I spent some time. I, always got, I was always like I'm a people pleaser. Even with the person that's cutting my hair, I say, you know, you're the expert. So you just let them go and yeah, do what you think. You know, yeah. especially with a this. woman. I always thought like this: if a woman was slightly, if she smiles at me, and she's slightly attracted to me. Ah, she make no. She might try to make me look better. The way, you know, she just like that. You know, or it could be a guy too. Oh, you, you know? should go to a gay barber. Really? Oh, what are you going to do with that? Oh my God, you came in here for what? Oh, oh, please. There's no hope. There's no helping you. Oh. Oh, really? okay. Well, uh, while I was sitting, when I when I was going up to get, I had, you know, I I don't. We were talking about patience earlier. Uh, Papa Joe and I did a show, and I was driving up, and there's a guy out front on the phone, and I go, oh, that must mean there's a couple people inside, because the guy's outside. So there has to be someone in a chair, and the guy's outside making a phone call. And I look at the guy, and it's someone that usually comes in. Uh, to the catch and he orders takeout for some reason he talks to me for about 10 minutes about football like in depth I never said anything to him about football you know whether I like football or not and he just assumed I'm like I'm just in, into the Miami Dolphins as he is which we are in Key Largo that is our local team down here so he goes he, he I thought oh shit I'm ready to I'm listening to the guy and I'm like oh fuck can you just shut up man I don't want to. I'm, I'm a patient guy. I just don't want to talk six minutes. I, I, I don't. I don't want to get in a six, ten minute conversation with someone talking about football. I like football, but I'm not. I'm, a, I'm an Eagles fan. It doesn't really matter. I don't really want to spend that much time talking about something that happened. It's football. Right. It's a game. It's football. It's not history or something like that. So he goes and I go in there. There's no one in there, and I'm ready to get called up and go. Great. I'm saying at least the guy's going to go away. Well, don't you know I'm in the chair and I can't even tell him the lady's cut. I can't even turn around to tell the guy to get, you know, he just keeps on talking to me while I'm in the chair. You guys were like, I want to talk to the woman. I'm getting it, you know, what I want done with my hair. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about, he's talking about football. You're interfering. You're interfering. Like if I was getting a doctor's appointment, you wouldn't Wait, be you're sitting at there. You're the barber and this guy. This this guy's talking to you about Yeah, he's football. talking to me. While you're getting a haircut. Oh, my God. While I'm telling the woman how I'd like to get my hair. And I only had one thing to tell her, to leave it a little longer on top. And 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 the sides, the way she cuts the sides are fine. I think she did it. I think she did a great job. Finally, when you get when you get it to the, you know, you got your work your way in when you go to a new barber. So the guy goes, I'm ready to go, no, just go the fuck away, man. But I realize he's a regular customer and stuff like that. See, don't you know, this is inappropriate. This going back and this forth. This exchange. Yeah, yeah you're, I'm trapped. I can't get out, you know? Right. Is he also getting his hair cut? No. Oh, it is another weird thing. Well, that's... He was scheduling his wife coming back to get a trim. That's weird. I know. 
He's going to go, are you available at 1 o'clock? My wife has to get a trim. And I'm she like, a brain surgeon? She busy? I didn't know. I thought maybe she was like wheelchair bound or something okay, like that. So, oh. but, no, I thought, but she isn't. <laughs> she she isn't. But okay, she isn't. I get exactly what you're like where you're coming from because like if you're at work and you're like being compensated to be there and you have to be a socialite because that's part of your yeah. job and you have no choice but to interchange. Yeah, and when someone else people, the nice thing like, about it, I get someone else will come up and ask for something and I can say, oh, excuse me, I got to go. Right. Yeah, but, but like, out, it happens to me too. Because I, I can't go to Publix without somebody stopping and asking me a bunch of questions about their boat or their loan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everywhere, because everybody that buys everything up here goes through my store. And then you're just trapped. You're just trapped. You're like, oh, I'm trying to grocery shop. I'm not here to help you with your bill. Well, I just, I, 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 <laughs> I, just think, I just think people that come up and that's where I started thinking about how Asperger's could be really tremendously underdiagnosed in in the United States. And I realize I'm not making light of the people on the spectrum, but there's a lot of people that come up and assume that you're interested in exactly what they're interested in. Like someone will come and start talking about fishing and fishing this, fishing that. Hey, listen, I work, into a, I work in a restaurant called The Catch. So therefore, you must I am like not, fishing. I don't know shit. I don't know shit. They would, people talk 15 minutes, and then right at the end they go, um, you know what I'm saying? I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea what the, the 15 minutes, my mind was going somewhere else. I said, I am sorry. That is not one of the things I do. I don't have a problem with people that do it. I just don't do it. Just like people talking about NASCAR or if you like, I mean, if you like trains, I know a little boy. Sheldon and, Cooper. And, I love trains. You love trains. Fun, Shel- Sheldon Cooper's fun with uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Someone that comes, yeah. Someone to start talking about Doctor Who. I guess I may have it slightly because I'll talk about history, but I think that's a big. <laughs> Jim's on the spectrum. <laughs> well, I mean, I think everyone is. Yeah, kinda... I was going to say because they give me crap because I'm, you know, well, I, D- Damon, at, D- you know, obviously Papa Joe's partner, Damon, and I are kind of known for being the like nerds of our store. Being a nerd, but is but, it one subject? Well, it's well, no, we just remember everything. No, it's not one subject. No, it's just because (laughs) you are nerds and you're extremely cerebral, it it kind of bleeds into fucking everything. You're a nerd, too. What are you talking about? I am probably king of nerds. Right. I mean, I think we're all all nerds, but like Damon and I have that math nerd thing, which really stands out to other people that don't have math nerds. Mathematically analytical. Right. And. Research, well, uh, research. Well, uh, no, but, okay, I, I, I think God one why? of the major traits. What's the fun in that? The, the one of the traits of um, Asperger is is uh, a focus say, on one particular narrow subject. Is that what it is? I was just going to say I don't even know what the definition of Asperger is. It, I think it's a high functioning autism that you're um, that you just have. Uh, you don't have the social. You don't get social cues of people that. You know, hey, or, or what? You know, you you try to say, you try to find out what someone's interested in. Now they may get it and say, hey, do you like Spider Man? Let's talk about Spider Man. Like, you know, whatever. I mean, I like superhero movies. I like. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's Asperger's is a syndrome. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay, Asperger's syndrome is a pervasive developmental disorder that is characterized by the by an inability to understand how to interact socially. Yeah, social cues, right? Right. So. So, but one of it is like, um, there was a kid, um, and, and I'm once again, not making light of it, 
uh, one of my brother's friends uh, were at the house, and I think his name was Austin. The boy, I'm sure he's still around. He was a healthy, lovely young man. But uh, when I was in my first marriage, for a, a year or so after the wedding, we had the wedding video, and we were giving it to my brother, who was, in the, who was the best man. And um, don't you know, Austin starts flipping out. And Over what? Well, supposedly, when he saw the video, he thought he was like seven or eight years old. His parents were the only ones that had a wedding ceremony. Oh. And his kid was smart, too. And I'm like, hey, you know, just saw it. I, I guess it's an inability for him was it, it removed the uniqueness of the event when he saw it happen to someone else. But I guess that would happen eventually when he got married. <laughs> that he'd get all upset when he's getting married. Who knows, you know? But uh, I'm not, and once again, it, I don't make light of it. But then you just, you, got, you get these people, I get these people that are the same thing they're interested in. They do the same thing, they're repetitive. Would you I, think it, I think it occurs in society. Everyone, almost everyone is on the spectrum. Like we were talking earlier about the gay, straight spe- uh, spectrum. Yeah, it's on a curve. Is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I would call it a, a line, wouldn't it? Or a circle? I guess a spectrum. Is a spectrum a circle? Yeah, it could be a circle. Or a Venn diagram kind always, of thing? I just refer to it as the Like curve. you can have a Venn diagram or you have like uh, up top you have, uh, uh, it doesn't matter, left or right. I mean, when you put it like uh, uh, straight, gay, bi, and then down here you have other things like people that like uh, plush animals and other different type of things that veer away from it. Not yes, that's see. a Venn diagram. You know what I mean? That's the other curve. <laughs> no, I, I I don't think it's a separate line and stuff like that. No, I don't think there's it people is that people that get turned on by in it in it, inanimate objects. Yeah, look, look, sexuality like I guess anything is uh it's it's not round peg round hole. It's just it, it no pun intended there. But it is on a spectrum. And when you accept that, then it's easier to understand mm-hmm. certain people's proclivities and it, it it takes away the the uh I don't know I want to call it the the, the 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 dirtiness of it you know what I'm saying it's just yeah. it is what it is are you adding sound effects for us sorry my phone rang that's no problem it's pretty cool that, yeah last week I I was accidentally turning the television on with my feet he was the, the remotes are yeah, up here, here. If you notice oh. he kept turning it on and then he I had my was feet like on it like this were... and all of a sudden the, the I thought we had a visitor from beyond oh no, it's possessed coming on yeah no and just then your feet. I knew it. What happened? 20 minutes later, I did the same thing. But uh, I'll tell you some of the people, and you have people like that. There's, um, uh, there's, okay, let's say, there's a guy that comes in, one of our regular guys that comes in, and I hope he, he listens to the show, and I told him a couple times, I get tired of hearing it. I don't have a problem with him telling me that he goes by my house and how much his dog likes shitting on my lawn. I don't really have a problem with it. <laughs> what I got a problem with it. It's him thinking it's interesting saying it after the 40th time. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not even the concept. And he says he picks it up anyway. There's, not, there's no way a, another dog shits on the lawn and, and gets because my lawn's not that big. And, I, I mean, I'm going like this. I, I don't see it. It must have not really have inconsequential shits. Or maybe you, what you feed it gets diarrhea. And he goes, no, no, I pick it up all the time. I said, why are you telling me this? 
And he goes, I guess it's a kind of a, a thing he wants to do. My dog waits. I think the dog's name is Sebastian. Waits to go and use. But he tells me every time he comes in the story, I took Sebastian. And then he calls my dog little Jimmy, even though the dog is a girl. <laughs> Which you could change it to Jamie then. How about little Jamie or something? But obviously, I'm not a girl. I mean, wait, no. Obviously, why would you change my dog's name to me, who, who she's a girl? Yeah, that I would just be don't like get calling that part. Hobie, Jenna. But he tells the same story all the time. Like he's kind of locked in his own little world there. And On this particular thing. He does yeah. have interest in other things, but this one story shows up all the time. There's um, another one who comes in, and she's always exhausted from work. Always exhausted. Oh, so it's a hard day, 13 hours, stuff like that. And what the fuck does she talk about after that? Work. Work. Fucking work. I mean, that's... Don't you want to talk about anything else? They're coming to my bar. I can bullshit about anything. We can talk about anything you want. They, you're, 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 you're had a tough day at your job, and all you want to do is fucking talk about your job. Yeah, but that may not be Asperger's or anything related. That's just uh, making you their counselor. Yeah. Well, there's nothing you do about that shit. No. Okay, and there's so, one guy. Okay, how about the one guy that always uses lines from movies? Same movies. Same fucking movies. Oh, Same yeah. movies he uses from uh, a Caddyshack. Same lines. Same lines from that. Same lines from Blues Brothers. And he's showing up, showing up. Hack. Hacky, hacky, hacky. Not Asperger's, once again. Just... Annoying. Thick, like, thick, he... he there's people that gain a lot of information, and that's how they spit it back, just like how they gained it. They don't go and do anything different with it. You know, they're not creative. Um, well, there's always ones that always ask for a rag, the wiper bar down, even though if I just rhymed it. And I'll give her, one time I accidentally gave her a filthy rag, and she's wiping down. And I said, you just made the area where you're sitting more dirty. By doing that, you know, just can't leave it be. Can't fucking leave it be. Okay, so I and, found the top ten. And then there's all the uh, one more thing. One. Yeah. Okay. And there's uh, one person always comes in, looks at the menu, never orders anything, but then I realize, oh, you spell Rockefeller wrong. You spell this wrong. I said, you. I mean, Jesus, Jesus Christ. If I walked in your place and said, hey, listen, you did the grout on your bricks wrong. Did you do? I mean, no, I didn't do this. I didn't fill the menu out, and you didn't, obviously, you didn't do the grout on your tiles. Okay, I would yourself. say, out of all your examples, that one, right. that one has uh, a little s- a possible spectrum light going off. <laughs> I had a sergeant, yeah. and uh, he was the oddest guy. Could you please? I appreciate it. I don't mean to do that. Get him a beer. Just don't snap your fingers at me. You want to try one of them? This supposedly, I don't want to say what the brand is, oh. but it's 6%, it says. Do you see it? Oh, yeah, that's a little bit different. Isn't it? That's well, like an IPA. What is it normally? Platinum. Uh, five and a half? You just said pretty much what it said, it, what, it, what it was. Well, eh, whatever. I didn't say the brand. I just said well, there's only one. There may not be. I think. It's a big, much. tall, blue can. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whenever, if we ever get, if we ever get any love from the, these guys... We'll Fuck. say their name. We're definitely going to do... Uh, no, we're definitely going to be in a different... We'll be in fucking Bali doing this show from... <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Can you get you a glass with some Cuban stuff in it? Uh, 
Oh, not tonight. No, thank okay. you. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah. Tonight is not a drinking night. I would say that the, that, that last example, my, the, the sergeant I was telling you about, odd, peculiar guy. Yeah. He would say things that were highly critical. Went, went, uh, we had a, a, a party for the canine handlers at yeah. one of the handlers' homes. And uh, they're just country folk, yeah. you know? And so we all showed up. And we're all, I mean, let me tell you something. We were all very close on this squad. And uh, the Sarge comes in with his wife, and he walks into the kitchen, and he addresses that trooper's wife before even saying hello and says, don't you ever clean behind your stove? Are you fucking kidding? Oh, no, 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 no. She, I won't, I won't even say their name, but she looked at her husband and said, what did he just tell me? Mm-hmm. And the trooper said, who's now laughing because he knows the quirkiness of the sergeant. He said, he wants to know why you don't clean behind your stove. And she said, tell him to get the fuck out of my house. And she kicked him out. He didn't flinch the sergeant. He just smiled and went, okay. It's not the first time that's fucking happened. No, but he, he would do it all the time. He would say things that, you know, we would do the most amazing work. We would yeah. get all kinds of stuff off the road, you know, uh-huh. dope. And, and then he would look for these little, these little things and, and, and just throw these oblique criticisms that, just, that would just knock you down. And at first you thought, well, you, are you just doing this to keep me humble? Because you're, you're not. You're pissing me off. Yeah. He could, the more you got to know him, the more you realized he couldn't help himself. This was not... A tactic. This was a psychological condition, uh-huh. and unfortunately, this is also the kind of person that couldn't wrap his head around a lot of things. He saw life very black and white. And was other, he married? Yeah, he was married. Really? Oh, she was as bad as he was. He oh, found really? his perfect match. A birds of a and, feather. Uh, of course, later on in life, I personally believe that they were both swingers, as odd as that sounds. But Oh, well, um, no, it's not odd, because if he would go and say, make a comment, he goes, he would probably walk in and say, hey, your wife is stunning and has a nice rack. I'd like to have sex with her. Ex- well, he wouldn't say the uh, sex, but he would absolutely say, wow, she's been to the doctor lately, meaning surgical enhancements. And, and these are things that in a social setting would be highly inappropriate but they would just come rolling off his mouth it, it, you know so i w- i would definitely put a, someone like that who has this inability to just balance the the the, the social to have social well i mean skills. obviously alcohol has a lot to do we talked about the last one alcohol sometimes in this case not in your case right. in the cases i'm talking about has a lot to do with I mean, how many times you make say something inappropriate when you? Well, yeah, the inhibitions are gone. Fuck, I oh guess, my right? God, I've been uh, I've been relatively safe. I think my I think one part of my brain shuts down and makes sure not to say too many things. You know, I remember I got in trouble when I was married a couple times when I was drinking a lot, ah. saying some things I shouldn't have said. Uh, I I mean, to this day, I think I may. Uh, I infrequently say that, 
But that I remember one time years ago. This is where I I displayed, but I may have been drinking heavily the night before. A friend of mine was taking his kids to the dentist for the first time. And I looked at the kid and I said, wow, first time at a dentist? Good luck. Seven-year-old, I said, too. They looked at me horrified. And I'm like, oh, well, I realized it then. But that sarcasm. Right. That fucking sarcasm thing. What the fuck was that all about? <laughs> See, that's to a absolutely the opposite of Asperger's from what I'm reading. What, really? Yeah, because they don't understand sarcasm. No, right. I mean, oh well, no, but I. But what I'm saying, no, but so take using literal. right. Well, I was yeah. I was using sarcasm to a someone that doesn't understand sarcasm. Yeah, you but, know, and I'm going like talking to them, and I always had this thing, and they supposedly have this thing. If you put it, if you are, you always doing a little research on it. people that talk to animals. You think are crazy that speak to animals. That actually means it's a sign of intelligence. When you're relating, no, when you're talking to an animal. Brainiac. Me too, because I talk to Hoagie all the no, time. No, no, but it's that because of the way you, uh, uh, it, it's that, once again, the fusion of empathy yeah. to other living things. Right. Seeing it to other, being able to look at it and see, realize uh, Hoagie has feelings. Yeah. Like when I come in, when I come back yep. here, I know the code to your door. Yep. And I go, and uh, I open the door. <laughs> And I let Hoagie out. I'm saying, like, Ho- I, Hoagie knows I'm going to be hanging out here. I'm not going to fucking I know. leave. Him. I yeah, got home from work. kind of so rude. He was at the gate whining at me. And I was like, oh, Uncle Jim let you out. He was all excited. He was all excited to show me that he got to live. Well, I, I, uh, well I know Hoagie, Hoagie's more comfortable when I go and do that. I'm not one of his, you know. And plus, I, if, I was, if I was here and some person that doesn't live here came in and started sitting around and I had to stay stuck stuck in there I'd be pissed off too yeah, and I would like, start I, get, I would start hi. getting a, a a grudge against that person <laughs> and like, I said I want to be on Hoagie's good side right. not that I'm afraid I'm not afraid of Hoagie I just you know what I want Hoagie to like me he's a good guard dog he's noisy when he's yeah, supposed yeah, to Hoagie, be Hoagie comes at you just trying to get my attention I said Hoagie I see you don't worry you're coming out let me put my bag up Okay, listen, we're at 22 minutes. How the fuck did that happen? We might have I don't know. We're going to come back. I want you to think about the new Terminator movie. We're going to be back in a moment. All right. If you want to get your information about the Florida Keys straight from the locals who live here and the ones who love it here, we've got you covered. Visit 43keys.com as your source for everything Florida Keys. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll always be up to date on all the Keysy stuff that's going on down here. Go to 43keys.com. That's the number four, the number three, keys.com and sign up today. Okay, we're back. I guess we're back. It looks like we're back. Let's make sure that we're back. We are back. They see back enough? Back. I think we're okay. back. Maybe it's because you're stuck on one topic, like the top 10 uh, signs of Asperger's. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. I didn't, you know what? I did cut you off on that. I want to talk about that. Let's hear it. But the top. I know, right? I'm so what glad you said it. I know. Okay. So the number one sign of a- signs of Asperger's in adults, not children, but adults. Any time they've come in. Right. Talking differently, which they say means like it would be like somebody who speaks like a computer can't stop spouting facts. They don't allow pauses, normal interaction or conversation, and they might even use a very unique tone or monotone voice. I was doing that voice the other day. I was doing emotionless gym. 
Oh, there's, Sorry, your, that was there's your phone going no, off again. Why does your phone go off all the time? My phone Seems goes off like a phone. Why, why does that happen? I don't know. It's just you're obsessing. Is there a reason yeah, for I don't know. Maybe it's number two, a lack Are of non-verbal like this? behaviors. I don't know, but <laughs> well, not, maybe I should start talking in a Maybe we should all talk about like this. I'm starting to talk yes. about this. So people that have Asperger's and adults, um, they use less, less gestures and facial expressions. Oh shit! So that kind of disproves that because I'm all expression. Right, you're all expression. You talk with your hands. Fuck, your eyes I was going. I'm like a, I, I actually tried to take pictures of your haircut. It took me three times before you would stop moving, itching your nose, and like. Am I like Joe Cocker? And Fucking then Joe had, Cocker. Like, your eyes were closed. What would you do if I sang out a tune? <laughs> would you get up and walk out on me? There's something I did. Maybe it's was it heroin? Maybe it's a tick. Was that a tick? What was his thing? I think it was a tick because okay. I think he always did it. Okay. The third one is little or no eye contact. I do shitload of that. Right. So they just say that basically they're uh, they're very unemotional. So therefore, they try to not have a whole lot of eye contact. Oh, yeah. Right? And people always say that I don't trust people. With, we, as a matter of fact, you could trust it as someone with Asperger's because they're pretty much saying what's what's on their mind. Right. So that's kind of, I don't trust someone that doesn't make eye contact. Yeah. Maybe you should trust someone that doesn't make eye contact. Um, the number four, right, is not one for social graces. So they they have a reputation for being rude when they really just don't have any intuition you walk for in a room what and is and rip what a isn't the right thing to do. Well, no, they're pretty much saying like they can um, like invite you over for dinner, but then ignore you the whole time. Or um, they'll, you know, like you op- they can open the door to let you in their house and then they'll just walk away and ignore you. Are you going to give a reference out where you're getting this from? I, um, I'm actually, I got this on, um, oh, I found. Cite your sources. I, my, my source is uh, from the Harley Therapy Psychotherapy and Counseling. And it's it's on the interwebs. Harley Therapy. Okay. Oh, okay. it's actually from the UK. You're at number five. Okay. I am at number five. So, um, obsessive focus on one topic and often an unusual one. So it might be collecting something rare or an unusual hobby, um, and they talk incessantly about it, unaware that they're boring other people, and just repeat themselves over and over see again. That, see, that's where people start thinking, they, they, that cafeteria psychology, where I'm, I'm talking about my boring shit, talking about Kierkegaard or something like that. And Weigand or someone. Or football for 25 minutes straight. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talking about it. Yeah. Right. Um, Awkward Six. conversational skills, of course. The, um, they said that, again, those with Asperger's can rant what on and on. Or Tourette's. Yeah, well, Cock balls. Cock ba- ball hair. Ball hair. <laughs> Anus taint. <laughs> That's really? a huge bitch. <laughs> what is that movie? Uh, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Who's huge bitch? Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, not a sharer. They're not a sharer. They don't like to share personal experiences or emotions. They will rant over and over again about their obsessions, but they don't share person. They won't say, you made me feel really bad today. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and then black and white thinking. So they said that um, it's very rigid. Like once they make their mind up about something, you cannot change their mind. Oh. How about so that? which flows into 10, which is inflexibility. Whoa. So they get very upset about um, something that seems tiny wow. or strange. Um, if like a decision to use an oven to bake a potato when they feel like you should never use an oven less than exactly five potatoes at a time. What? Yeah. Like without cooking five potatoes, you shouldn't put one potato in the oven. Right. If they have it in their mind that there should be five potatoes in the oven at one time and you put one potato in there, they can get upset about that. 
they're obsessing over a hot potato. Right, yeah, hot potatoes. <laughs> Number I 11, got some potatoes for you. There's a need for routine because without it, they can become very flustered and panicked. Is there anything about cleaning a stove? I didn't see that. Well, I saw the, uh, the maybe it's about the potatoes. Too many think, potato- yeah, not enough potatoes. Not enough potatoes. And they're not touchy-feely. They're not um, affectionate people. And they might flinch at being tapped on the back or if you touch their arm oh. and they refuse to be hugged. Okay, well, then it isn't yeah. underdiagnosed because, well, I think, mm, I don't ooh. So that's what I got uh, for you. Well, why couldn't you have some of those and not all of those? The spectrum, right? Right. Being it's on the spectrum. Yeah. the spectrum. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean you like have to have going, all. It's just like the, app, the, the most common signs right, right. of it. Yeah. Okay, well. Anyway, feel free to move on. Well, <laughs> the one thing I, you know what? There's one thing that makes me, I got a, a, a big one. For me, I always like to. I liked the first two Terminator. Hey, Hoagie. The first two Hoagie Terminator. Terminator. Terminator movies. Yes. I liked the first two, and then I kind of ignored the rest of them because he started getting silly. But what I noticed in this one, this one that just was released, and the one that I'm, I got my little rant, and then you can dispel and give an argument for it. But my, my, this is I one just, thing. Let me say one thing before. Thing. Okay. Why is he old? What? Why is he old? That that's oh, god damn it! I'm sorry. That's I just that's my thing. Yeah. Why is he old? That's my thing. I'm not saying my thing. Obviously, you came up with the same thing. Well, I mean, I get I get why Sarah Arnold's getting old. Right. I don't dispute getting older, but as the the actor getting older. Right. I realize people get older. I'm getting I'm getting older. Portraying a machine covered with a synthetic or regular human skin. Why would you mimic? The aging process when you don't have the organs inside or anything to do it. Why would you make something? It's not like uh, make something obsolete. If you're building something to look like a human, wouldn't you want it to stay looking like that? I mean, would you? I mean, that's a really deep kind of thing. You say, well, I'm going to keep it in there for 50 years and then reveal it's a robot. You know, what the fuck? Why the fuck would you age a robot? I don't. Simple, simple is they paid me a lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just don't get it. It's just it, the one thing, the mimic, the one thing that Did falls apart. It? I mean, is there an explanation for his aging? Because that was. I bet thought. they don't explain it. Right, I but bet, that was my I bet one that, thought. I bet, I bet the writers said, you know what? People fucking won't notice. They probably won't care. You won't notice? You won't notice? Because in the first one, you, in the first Terminator, you notice like the things where they're using a plastic head. When he's sewing his head yeah. and all that stuff, and yeah, he's doing it, you can, it. You can see, see the thing. He, and he did it in Total Recall too. They used to like making. I, there must have been a person that one person had a lot of work in the eighties, the late eighties, yeah. making. Uh, it was probably state of the art. Or right? made, uh, making, no Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger heads. I dripped on my. No paper. wax making making wax. Or a latex Arnold Schwarzenegger heads because they kept on making them for the Terminator movie, Total Recall. They probably did it for a couple other ones and stuff like that. You know, when there's you, probably a guy that like that made, one expert, one expert. And right. they said, "Oh, if you're going to make an Arnold Schwarzenegger head, this is the one idea." He's but, probably on the spectrum and has an entire room. No, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't Arnold understand. Like in, in Star Wars, they're still using Carrie Fisher, and she's been dead for four years or three years. Well, they get away with it because they started Star Wars halfway into the story. No, but you can CGI. Then they go back. You can CGI. I mean, since they did it, they can CGI. They can use Arnold. 
just CGI the younger Arnold over top of the skin. Well, who so, the hell needs Arnold then? No, Arnold's still acting. It's just like that's not acting. <laughs> well, he never acted. Yeah, really. I mean, I'll be the best. I just show up and make one liners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sylvester. They said Sylvester <laughs> Stallone never acted either. Baby. Yeah. If you think about it, every character was the same character <laughs> except for Copland. Copland, I think, Copland, was genius. It man. was a one of the best police movies. I like that movie. One, it takes him so far out of care. He plays a wimp. Not a wimp. Yeah, no, no. He not played, a wimp. He's he plays not a wimp. A, he, a he much is, softer, he is, in your uh, face guy. He's a. I thought he was wimpish. I don't think he was wimpish. I think he was. He, 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 he behaved as if he had no value, which is different than wimpish. Like he was a downtrodden, Comparable. worse than Rocky, worse than Rocky. Oh, but yeah, n- not even like any cultural. Uh, connection to, let's say, the Rocky figure. I mean, or yeah, you're right. He didn't even see himself a as a. He, he saw angle. himself as a junior, like a mall cop, compared to the right. the New York guys that lived in the town. The New York, and but he was actually he once he realized that he was better than they were. Once he realized he was better than they were, then he became better than they were. I mean, in all aspects, in toughness. And, and, and tenacity and all that stuff in cotton. And it was a beautiful transformation in there. I think it was, no, it was his best, his best performance. Better than Rocky. I agree. You know, Rocky, very uh, emotional. You to know, the air, I mean, he stood, he, he, I mean, I could never believe that he could act with De Niro. That must have been frightening. Can you imagine your, even if a new actor. After Rocky and Bullwinkle, I could imagine that. Yeah, well. You've seen Rocky and Bullwinkle? When De Niro played, uh, he played uh, Boris, uh, he, played the, he, he played the great leader. <laughs> and there, after I saw De Niro then, I said, you know what? I realize that we will sink to the lowest or rise to the highest. Because De Niro has always been like me. I'm thinking, or look at Clint Eastwood. I was talking to a bunch of people about Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood was in a musical. Clint Eastwood is not Paint Your Wagon. And he and sang, he, by the way, in he that sang musical. In, yes, he did. He sang in um, another one, too, Honky Tonk Man or something like that. But um, And in every which way about loose. The same guy that directed you at almost 90 years old, right? Right. And the mule... Which the guy is such a natural on screen. He's such a perfect, and he's a right wing nut job too. Yeah, well, listen. His politics aside, John Wayne, he, John Wayne defined right wing nut job. But John Wayne had an image, and I don't think anyone played that image. He's the iconic. Oh, you're Western right. You're right. Guy. Oh yeah, he, he was. Set oh my god, the template. For what you do in a Western, how you... And oh, listen, my God, in The Quiet Man. Have you ever seen in The Quiet Man? I, how are we segueing all this shit? What are we, what's going know. on right now? We were talking about The Terminator. The Terminator. When Arnold has never displayed any of these no, acting none. skills. But he'll be the first I'll one to probably you, tell I'll you I'll tell that. you something. Wait, I will tell you what he was good at. The greatest performance. As governor of California, he was effective. For a Republican governor, he was a Republican governor who was one... He was successful. People loved Arnold as the governor. Yeah, the, they called well, him the governor. The go- yeah, they are they're very affectionate towards the him as far as being a governor. You know what? Governor. He had he had um, he was 
the perfect, I'd have to say, the perfect Republican when you consider he was fiscally conservative, uh, socially accepting, and he was outward looking or future. He had he had plans for the future for the the state, which you know what. I was kind of like, when I was younger, I was kind of like that, I was kind of like Bob Dole. Yeah. I was a Bob Dole or a, a, a John McCain. That was me. And I got pushed out by people that are... Some people would say those are, those are your, that's Republican classic now, conservative classic. And Arnold kind of fit that, that mold as governor. Yeah. He was uh, not prone to the... The, the, the partisanship and, or cons- and, and I mean, all no, the shit that or, or that, uh, that holier than thou, what, whatever you fucking. I, I don't know how we descended into this part. I don't of know, the, but Arnold in the movie. Arnold, no, but as a guy, I fucking, I'll tell you, that guy's. If you talk about range, and we were talking about Sylvester Stallone showing up in Cotland, this the greatest range was Arnold being able to be governor. Yeah, yeah, he could. Maybe. I mean, if he if he was in a shitty, he's in action movies and stuff, and wasn't really, you know, he's a good action movie guy, but he never got one good serious role. Sylvester Stallone did, but he also did one of the shittiest movies I've ever heard of. I never even could watch the movie. Which is Stop or My Mom Can Shoot Will Shoot. The what? Stop or My Mom Will Shoot with Estelle Getty. Did you know he was in I, Stallone? I never even knew that was a he movie. was a cop. He was a cop. Wasn't Estelle we, Getty um, Sophia from the Golden Girls? Yes. yes. Okay. She was yeah, she played his mom. And she was kind of like these controlling Italian mothers. and With a big gun in the purse. Yeah. 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 Fucking. I mean, it was, it was, it was like up there. Stop on my mom and shoot. I'll, I'll name some of the movies that are comparable. Uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Um, actually, that's probably better. Throw than Mama from the Train. That was great. <laughs> that was a fucking don't great movie. That, movie. that movie was. I don't that know movie why that popped into my that, head. I don't even think I've ever seen it. Great. Throw Mama from the Train. Billy Crystal and um, the little guy Danny DeVito. Yeah, but the mom. Oh, the mom was great. She was the mom from Goonies. So right? yes, she was, and she was also. Fuck, she was in a couple other. She was movies. a wonderful character actress. She was a great actor. Yeah, very unattractive woman. But she used it to our advantage, much like Napoleon Dynamite's uh, grandmother. I can't place it. Uh, we're the, we're not one of the movie shows, and we oh, did oh. our movie episode. Wasn't that of- the one that was so? No, I'm thinking of eating Gilbert Grape or something. What? Eating- the, I was thinking that the grandmother of Napoleon Dynamite was the one that was like 500 pounds and he had to like take the wall off. To that's her, eating. That's you, the what's eating, eating Gilbert, Gilbert what's Grape. Eating Gilbert, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get Sorry. to see that. Wasn't that a real actress? Or was that a fat Actor, person? I, d- I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Like not John Travolta. In, uh, was there explosions and gunfire in that movie? Mm, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Me either. I took a girl on a date one time. I, got, I took her to see uh, Hamlet. <laughs> the uh, Mel Gibson version. I think it was the Mel Gibson version of it. I don't know what fucking... Was it, was it Macbeth? It was pretty long and prodded. I love Shakespeare. I fucking what? I think it was Macbeth. With Mel Gibson? Wasn't it? I think Glenn Close. Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't really good 
rendition of it. Um, uh, there was a I did I went to see Hamlet Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, and they had a an intermission. Four fucking hours long. Why? I love Shakespeare, man. I got I get once I got into um, the the weird thing about getting into thing. This might. I guess maybe an Asperger's thing or you could attribute to it, but it's not, is that with Shakespeare, once you get in the rhythm of the language, how they do iambic pentameter, they did a, a show on HBO called uh, Deadwood. And they canceled it, and I was so disappointed. Do you realize, do you realize a lot of Deadwood was done, or all of Deadwood was done in iambic pentameter? It's the rhythm of the speaking. Of it was the a rhythm of the speaking. Yeah. And the Fire guy watch. who was uh, my, my brother, I'm Daryl, and my, this is my uh, uh, cousin Larry and my other cousin Larry, or my brother Larry and my other brother Larry. That guy was the innkeeper, and he was also the chorus, and he used to do the things that, um, in Shakespeare, where the guy gives the background to the stories, right. and they do it in that, and it was a, a fucking western. They did an iambic pentameter. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And a lot of people didn't get uh, the guy that played Swearingen, the saloon keeper. That was... That was a brilliant, brilliant... If you, if you listen to it, if you go and listen to it with new ears and a new appreciation, Jenna... No, you, I don't. You will find another uh, level that you love about that. Ian. Ian. Uh, shit. I know who you're talking about. The, Ian, uh, the guy who pay, played yeah the guy who played Swearingen uh, Ian fuck yeah and they had they had uh, uh, the guy that played the uh, sheriff who was very physical playing the sheriff I'm sure you probably had a crush on him no you didn't like that guy no, every well, woman loves that guy no no okay uh, they had the guy from Emerald Forest I forget his name okay well whatever it is okay but. And I don't know what the point of it. Uh, the point was that Shakespeare. Once you get into the rhythm of the language, you get to understand yeah. how they do it and how they. And it's not all rhyming. It's it's just it's measured. It, it every every word's measured. It's a, it right? was Ian McShane. Oh, I Ian love McShane. Ian McShane. Yes, which he actually was. Um, he took a very long break, I believe, from acting because wasn't he in musicals back in like the sixties? I don't know. Where well, he no, was. he was in BBC. He was in the, on the BBC. Okay, because he, he was on on the BBC for a long time. He plays a wonderful bad guy. And then, yeah, uh, yeah well, and then. Uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant was the, yeah, the the sheriff. The sheriff, and then the best one I thought though was Robin Weigert because she's the one that played um, the blonde chick. No, she played Calamity Jane, and when she oh, fell off she the horse and she was drunk upside down, she's like, she was like, oh, oh sorry, I farted. Like it was so funny. She was hilarious. <laughs> she did. She did the best. The blonde one was Paula Malcolmson, and she was the she was the self proclaimed slut. She was a slut. I'm yeah, a whore. Yep. I'm a whore. Damon. Okay, well, listen, we're at the end of the show. We got the. That was a perfect ending for it. Yes, it was. Deadwood. This is a dead end. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Papa Joe and uh, Jenna, and we're going to end this episode before uh, we'll be back to you. And uh, for us, it'll be five minutes.